And what about uh, instead of belief? Because how it's perceived here, I can see that uh, often belief goes very strongly to an, a sense of personal I. That has been the habit. You see, there's a place for trust and faith and belief. But they should be there, really. Trust and faith and belief should be there to support your intuition, support your uh, I amness, to support your inquiry. You see, and um, and not to support the person. What did I say before? That it is the mind that is inclined to imitate the self. It's never the self that is trying to imitate the mind. Mm -hmm. The self itself produced the, the the mind or the psychological uh, nature, and uh, uh, because without it, it could not have the game of existence and duality and and transcendence and you know the kind of the friction of existence that gives rise to the the aspiration to break free. Because in the original state, the self can never be bound. It can never be bound. It can never be free. It it just is. Can you understand? It's totally not in that realm and I'm speaking of that where is that it's here but it's like it's like hidden inside you know it's like hidden inside we told you like uh, when I went to Russia first and I saw the first time I saw the Russian dolls somebody give me a sort of shake like it was like some dry pear or something and I open it and there's another one. Oh my god you know I'm taking another one shaking and I open another one inside oh my god open another one oh my god and uh, then I open it up, and then there's final one there. Hmm? So the, the final one of the Russian doll is an object. Mm. But the self is like the final one of the onion. When you come to the final skin, you pull in the center of the onion is what? Nothing. Nothing. So this center of the onion is what you are to be finding. What is the onion? The mind, the person, the things that make up the sense of a tangible world for a while. You see, the mystery is like this, is that the world appears like it's a physical thing, and that we are sort of like uh, physical, spiritual beings living in it. And that living in the world causes trouble because of the mind and identities and so on. And so people say the world is a terrible place. And oh, you know, even somebody now we're just talking about a woman who wants to kill herself. She can't stand the world anymore. She can't stand herself, or can't stand your projection, which is a delusion. You see, the fact that when the beings identify as entities, personal, autonomous, egoic entities, they're going to suffer the world. When they realize themselves, they don't suffer the world. They start to see the whole world is the divine all along. Didn't suddenly become divine. It was always divine. Something else was blocking its divinity. What is that thing blocking the divinity? Isn't the same thing here complaining about all these different things? <laughs> see. I see sometimes um, uh, some stones I've seen that they're standing on the waterfall, and the waterfall has carved a big hole in a rock with constant beating. Carved a big hole in a rock, water in a rock. 
but I've seen stones in which big parts have been carved by the wind. Mm. The power of the wind has carved the shape, the rocks even. It? So we are a bit like uh, some stone under a waterfall that's just vanishing away, the beating of the waterfall. It's not the most beautiful mm. thing. You can say you're being refined also. You see, but if you think you are a stone and you have a right to be a stone, you're gonna feel the waterfall is beating the shit out of you. <laughs> but if you feel that you are you are the you are the spirit, then you will feel that the waterfall is refining you from is refining you from removing by removing the shit out of you. Just depends how we take it. The more we live in the notion of a person, the more we feel like spirituality feels like it's a beating. Mm-hmm. But the more you you come to realize who you are, you see that it's a, it's a very loving service. You say, "My God, what do I do to really deserve such grace? What have I done? I'm not doing anything at all. It's not like you can't ask God. You know, you know. Look, I give you my life. It does, your life doesn't even belong to you to give in the first place. What have you got to give God? And always we're asking to to give God only a rubbish. Can I leave? Can I leave all my bad things at your feet? Can I leave all my, you know, why you never have anything good? Isn't it? So we have no reason to be proud, my darlings. We don't have any any reason to be, you know, to be so puffed up. What you have to give? But ultimately, it's all nothing. It's nothing. Not nothing in the sense that oh my God, was all purpose was all is nothing. Not like that, because it only takes a person to say that. And another one will say it was all nothing, and the the breath that speaks these words will come from the breath of God. You see, hmm. there's a song. I think it is a is a it's a Sikh song. He says. Let me die now, so I don't have to die again later. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I say, uh, let me. The man that says, "Let me, I want to die before I die," mm. isn't it? All these things, from a very human perspective, seem very painful, you know. So much sacrificial, so so you know, so you know, it's like it's, it's kind of grief. But from a higher place, it's it's just such a, it's a marvelous bloody play. You know, it's like it's it's so beautiful in in another way. And yet, pain we know, and pain is no joke when you feel him. I think it's good that pain is painful because it stops us being cocky. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, thank you, thank you. It's uh, burning right now, but I want to say just thank you for this opportunity to be here and uh, be in this. Yes. Wherever it is, right now. Human life should always be a bit on fire. It's a blessed way, you know. The fire starts off sometimes first, just like a fire, you know. It's a good fire. When your mind change, you begin to see that it is it is a blessed fire. 
that it's only burning the unreal things, you know. It's a blessed fire. Mm. At a certain point, it starts to cool off, but not because someone decides when it's time to cool off. It just cools off. This fire is very beautiful. It, at the other end, it becomes just a, a beautiful vibration. And uh, yeah, there is this burning here, and I don't know. It just feels like I I see that the, it's just not manageable in the old way. So because I see when I speak from the from from what you just chopped, <coughs> I see there's no doesn't work like that. But there isn't yet some I don't know, like there isn't a way for, for the person I see to whatever needs to be flushed out or needs to change is like it's not manageable for the sense my present sense of myself. Yeah. And and I'm rec the most truthful experience is when I recognize this. You just have to just really hand yourself over even that sometimes I don't know who can do that how I can do that but I know some something is happening but I don't know what is doing hmm. I, I don't know if this still if I didn't come along maybe you wouldn't find out what quite what this that the, you don't have to understand what is happening because hmm, I don't tell you you have to understand what is happening and you know how to measure yourself nothing. The other night we were stopping at the house and we were talking, I said it's been growing inside me this feeling to go out and to try and find who I can find, a handful of people who I feel that uh, you know is kind of really really showing the signs that it it won't be difficult to 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 just finish off this to close the door and and all of this no and uh, i'm sensing that um that it, we are coming to the edge of, of another chapter of being together that i uh, i i should now st just start to assume you you have to understand what i've said because i'm not going to repeat any more lessons on that level and i'm going to start you know sort of like calling in the chips basically which means that I'm going to just start to just pick on you and just say, you know, I want this person to be sitting here now, and anybody should put questions to them, and don't be courteous, don't be soft, just ask questions <laughs> like you can ask questions of me, and ask of them. You know, first you can start in the most basic ways and ask, and just keep going at it, and don't be kind. So, oh yeah, we got to you know, oh it's so and so, so I've got to be nice. No, just ask questions. And I'm going to just pick on people as I want and just ask you, you start to answer these questions for me. Because if you're fake it, you know, I'm going to know. We are, we're going to know. I think the satsang, the sangha at least, should have developed the intuitiveness to recognize, to discern when something is coming from the heart or not. So I want people to come. You don't have to imitate me. You don't have to be like me. Just be yourself. And see what comes, and don't try and prepare because you cannot prepare for it. You have to just be empty, 
I want to see how you live when you're empty, how you speak when you're empty, how you move when you're empty. I think it's enough mm. of telling you these things over and over and over again, sharing with you. I want to see the fruit of that understanding. I want to see if it has been understood. And if it is understood, it is your time. I want to listen to you. And a few times I've called on people and their response have come and I've been very satisfied. So it's very good. It's very good. It feels authentic. It feels fine. Next, like this. Because I've listened to people who have met, who come and talk, Advaita, talk, you know, Zen Buddhism, and I feel nothing from them. They could just be coming out of some wind-up puppet or something like that, speaking those things. It have no power. It has no no heart. No, you know, just like, you know, a human kind of dictionary or something. I don't know whatever. You cannot go through life like that. Sometimes I give examples like, you know, like I told you, if we if were all sitting on the, the 50th floor of a building that was on fire, and, you know, there's only one lift out of the building, and it can only take one person at a time. And the doors will only open and let you in if you drop your mind. Will you make it out of this? House, burning house, and it's your turn right now. And there's 300 people behind you, you know, in a hurry to get out. Will you make it out of this building? Because if after, you know, 10 seconds you're not ready to get on board, if somebody's going to throw you out and say, next, next, just to stimulate that thing inside that won't let you go to sleep. Because, like a reflex, we go to sleep, and by going to sleep, I mean you go back to sleep in personhood. You see? But because in every other thing in the human kingdom, if you study, what is the longest thing you have to study before you graduate? I don't know, maybe a doctor or a lawyer or something. You study for seven years or eight years or something, you're qualified to do something. You know? That is something that even. It's not even natural to you. Yeah. How long you need to study to be yourself? Or do you need to study even? So it is true, it is not the path that this body walked, this seeming being walked. But I can show you that path because It doesn't want to speak like that right now in this body. It, they cannot say it won't. Sometimes it speaks like that. And it is true, perhaps there is just a question of uh, unnecessary maturity that has to happen because I am smart enough to know 
Now, I cannot take this out on the street like on a placard going around telling people anything about the advice and about waking up. I know, I know it does not work like that. You know, I don't, I'm not interested in going to attract people. I feel some power bring them, if the power brings them without my uh, determination or something, then it knows what you need, it will bring you what you need. So I don't expect all going around saving the planet and all this type of stuff. I'm just a bad idea. Just if it is something that belongs to you to recognize, you may have to fight inside a bit to overthrow the whole government. Inside, you may have to dethrone some, you know, wicked king. <laughs> but at least you're alive. In your heart, you know, and you know that you are you're walking with the sword of God. You know, so. yeah. Now, sometimes I feel a certain air of, you know, just impatience. I don't know why it comes like that. If I'm eating too much chocolate or something, I don't know what it is. <laughs> or I just had two cups of coffee, then maybe that's not. But I feel like a certain kind of impatience, like, you know, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time to sort out present problems. You know, go back to heaven, sort it out there. Now I can talk to you about that. If I tell you, go back to heaven, where are you going to go? How are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Or stay in heaven? Are you going to understand? Don't imagine yourself to be anything. None of the things you can see with your physical senses or with your mental senses. Neither the mind nor the nor the biological or sensual or, or, or you know psychological uh, senses can somehow comprehend or nothing. When you feel yourself without any association with a personhood or past or anything like this, when you feel yourself, um, what is it you're feeling? Without touching identity, personhood, gender, past, imagination, or memory, what is it? Your what is your actual experience in this moment? What is your actual experience? Is it a story? Is it something descriptive? Is it something, you know, what is your actual experience? What do you know?
you go down to the fundamental self-perception. What do you actually know? What do you actually experience? Isn't it that you just spontaneously know that you, you are? And that somehow there is a functioning of perception? And somehow you, whatever you are, you are perceiving it. Isn't it? Isn't that what it is? Then where where does where does the person come into it? Where does John Brown come into it? Where does my sister and my mother come into it? Where does two years ago come into it? And India, where does that come into it? Maybe there's a fear in us that if we go too far, you just become a freak. Uh, because nobody can understand you. Well, I got something to tell you. <laughs> nobody understands you anyway. <laughs> can somebody ask more question before we go to eat? Mm. It's kind of a question slash this sentiment. Um, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, Guruji asked, he says, what is it here in the world that keeps you here and not going beyond? And I really was looking at this because very clearly it came that something that was holding me in this duality was that here there's me and there's Guruji and there's this feeling of going, when I go in, there's Guruji, and when I go beyond, there's only me. And I have this prayer that if there's a step where I have to let go of my master, even of the concept of my master, that my master has to do the step for me because I can't, I can't do that myself. I would never, I would never trust myself to do that. The only way you can do that is to ultimately let go of you. You can let go of you and Master also. When you let go of you, you cannot let go of Master, you know, and you survive. That and this Guruji and you has to lose all its worldly connotations, all this I and other, all this uh, any kind of notion about it. So that you go completely beyond uh, all phenomenality, including a satric phenomenality, you have to go beyond uh, all notions, all concepts. So then, all words they vanish into this place. Hmm? You see, including Satguru. and. What remains there is there's no pride is there. There's no one who has gone beyond anything at all, actually. There's no arrogance there. Because that would be the worst arrogance of all <laughs> arrogance. 
you become empty beyond the concept of emptiness, beyond the disciple master, beyond God and heaven and hell and all the concepts. This is why I don't want to speak these things out openly. Huh? Just amongst those who have the capacity to comprehend in the heart what I'm speaking about. Otherwise, it will sound like blasphemy in the in the conditioned mind. Empty like that, beyond even the concept of emptiness. Are these words alive in you enough? Don't artificially try and push this. The grace is sufficient to keep thawing out, burning off things. All you remember is that what you have been pointed to, somehow. Just keep checking. But this also is phenomenal. This also is also phenomenal. Because when you have transcended the even the notion of phenomenality, what is here is where all phenomenality sprout from. But it has now become sanctified by uh, your own self somehow. That all the beings can appear as other, but it's become superficial. But it's also a divinity. It's also one totality. This is why I was telling you the God self, which I call because God for me. Here, it's not a limited word. I know it can be limited in the human mind and concepts, but uh, for me, when I speak God, is no different from saying uh, Brahman. If I say uh, the Ishwara state, or the Brahman state, or even the Parabrahman state, it's not different from God for me. That's what God is, and so the God is not different from, you know, something is being spoken through this mouth. Whether it says God or I or or this or what is, it's it's like the same. But the words have not conquered it. The words have been expressed uh, through consciousness or through consciousness on behalf of that which is beyond words. That's like that. And being that. Because such a being will not emerge again in the field of of the play of duality and see duality as some kind of lesser thing. There's no judgment of that. It is understood naturally that the sort of manifest play and the unmanifest are one. One is the dynamic expression of this, and one is the non-dynamic self, you can say. But let's not speak more about this. Either one intuitively knows this, but this one is not personal. To say I and Guru, I and God is not the same now. So let's not speak anything about that. When one comes to this place of feeling I, Guruji, and the Self, God is the same. But you don't go say this thing. Don't go say this thing. Just see. Just see. Don't create that seeing, but just keep seeing. And it. 
should or will may announce itself automatically, spontaneously within you. In the non-differential state. Sometimes I hesitate from speaking some things, because energetically it's blocked to say them, because to say them in the presence of some immaturity, they'll be misunderstood and become also a kind of trap in themselves. You see, where people try to say, you know, quickly try and go beyond the I am without really understanding what I am is. Because I say when you're in a st when you're in the position to observe the I am, you're beyond. They try to be in this beyond, but there's still a person trying to be in the beyond. Mm -hmm. So this is the kind of uh, thing where I say that uh, when the saying goes, when the student is ready, the master appears. No, mm -hmm. it, it 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 follows through on every level, even in the most subtle thing. The student meaning somehow the consciousness which is still wearing some amount of identity with the uh, with uh, the beingness and the becomingness or the person. One's life become very empty of intention. It seems to play intention like some force is driving the energy to create or something like this. But at the same time, uh, the the imagination is not stretching to try and and be in the future of that of any projection. It is always complete. So I say, if the if the world ends tonight, do you have any regret about it? You know, is there sufficient trust in you that all is well and you know somehow it will it will continue unfolding even with more greater beauty and more whatever. Or not, but I don't see how it cannot. But that's not because one is attached to beauty. Because the self cannot suffer, and yet it's not that well, you know. Put it to any situation, it's its nature to, to, to manifest or to radiate harmony and and uh, beauty somehow. The the ugly, so to speak, it only creates through the mind, in order to use that friction mm. to um, to enjoy more its its perfectness. I guess you can say the the harmony, the beauty, the love, the completeness is all here. Not not waiting for anybody to discover it actually. It is here. What is it that denies it? Can that tongue be relied upon for accurate evidence of anything? You see. This one is a natural state. And yet it seems to be not our experience.
This is why I ask you from time to time in these days, does my words make, ring any bells in you? Does it speak to you? Because mm-hmm. when I uh, am losing that reference, like I told you, to evaluate what your experience is inside, because you claim to be in a certain position, and I know there is only there is only the self, and I, I'm 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 losing the the reference to 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 to, to identify with your position. <coughs> and something seems to persist um, in such loyalty or such. Believe sort of like you know, an unchallenged uh, you know premise that we are this person we are speaking from, and it just it just feels like such an uphill thing. Where where is when I ask you, where is the peace until it is discovered? Where is the self until it is recognized? This is what I'm asking. You see. Hmm? Just feeling like saying yes. Hmm? Just feeling like saying yes. Yes, the truth. Yes. Yes. You and yes are the same. <laughs> I and consciousness are the same. It's amazing that out of consciousness has produced this this vast dictionary of meanings, <laughs> and, and, and yet it's all one thing. Mm. Out of one thing has come all these meanings, but all of them come out of I. Like I was making this thing, I tell you that um, the letter I is the slimmest letter in the whole alphabet, and yet the whole universe is hiding behind it. <laughs> <laughs> that the the eye has to understand itself. It has to be understood what is I. Because on each layer it appears. On the layer of the body it seems to say think I am the body. It thinks it thinks I am the mind and conditioning. It thinks I am the beingness that observes the body, mind and the person. And it also knows I am that which observes the I amness and the beingness itself. And are we aware of these varying levels from which we speak? And how rare or how often are we speaking from the position of the Absolute, or from the position of the of the weakness or the sense of presence? And how often when we say, I, we are, we are speaking in reference to I am the body, mind and person. And if you become aware of this, it's going to do something. It's going to, it's going to do something. It's either going to show you that it becomes completely unbearable to you, that how often when you speak, you're speaking as person. Yeah. It will become disgusting, actually, in some kind of form. But it's good that we see it, not just hear about it. You must actually experience that the I, uh, because as I said before, God says, I, I am. But the devil also say, I am. And the person says, I am. And which is the true I am? Are they all I am? And is there is there a an I am which is fixed? Or is the I am I refer to as the immaculate concept? 
the Immaculate Conception, actually. The firstborn. Out of the womb of I Am comes all other concepts. And to the I Am, they all report to the I Am. But to what does the I Am report? Because in deep sleep, the I Am goes into oblivion. Hmm? Where does it go? And out of what does it come? And what knows this thing? You see. Are we going to suspend the, the, the answers to these questions? Or are you going to find out how much time is required? You see. In the human form, the I am, in every aspect to the highest, it is there to be expressed and to be uh, recognized. How far has it come in each form? To what extent does it know itself? This, for me, is the fundamental question. Not what the I am perceives as other, but what is the I am and what perceives I am also. Just by knowing this, uh, you have come to the master key uh, to somehow comprehending the 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 nature of this universe and the one who is experiencing it. Don't imagine any mystical thing. It's enough if you come to know that even in the waking state. This body and the one who appears to be the 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 resident in this body, with its actions and reactions and interactions and its wishes, its past, its future, its aspirations, are seen to be phenomenal collectively. And in knowing this, in knowing this, something seems to be set free for all time. Okay, thank you for now. Hey. Mm-hmm.